Hello, and thank you for joining us for another episode of That Solo Life, the podcast for PR pros and marketers who work for themselves. I am Michelle Kane. My company is Voice Matters, and I am here as ever, as always, with my wonderful co-host, Karen Swim. Hi, Karen. How are you today? Hi, Michelle. I'm doing great. I I feel like I had an extra cup of coffee today, which oh, I normally don't you. do, but for some reason, my brain is <sighs> acting as though it's still asleep. <laughs> it's it's pollen season for one thing. I always have a reason for not feeling quite right, so it's all good. It's pollen season. The time change is still messing with us. Who knows? We're we're just busy women who are, you know, tired. Yeah. But but powering through anyway. So yes, but, we are, because that's what we do. Um, that is what you know, we I read do. This, um, just to totally be off topic today, but Yay. I read this great article yesterday, and it was talking about. It said, you're not lazy. And I think Mm -hmm. it was in Entrepreneur Magazine, but it was talking about how we tend to like, you know, if you want to work out early in the morning and you wake up and you're like, the bed's so comfy, I'm just going to stay here. And then you, you know, beat yourself up for being lazy. And so then it talked about the difference between like elite athletes and, you know, who just go after their goals and how everybody thinks, oh, they just want it more. And that's not true. The thing that this their their secret is that they don't think. So ah. when the clock goes off at a certain time, they don't think about it. They just get up, and of course they're sleepy. Of course they don't feel like it. They just get up and don't think about it. And when they're you know practicing, they're planning on doing well, but they're not focused on winning. And so I thought that's a really good strategy to not think because I can think myself out of just about anything. So. <laughs> <laughs> I can think myself out of going to the movies. I can think myself, of course. Out, you know, well, is, that course. The, is this the best micro moment to do this? Because, you know, I might want to be, yeah. And and how exhausting is that? What do we do to ourselves? It's exhausting. Although yeah. I'm, I'm just being totally transparent. My dog um, decided oh. in the middle of the night that she wanted a walk. Um <laughs> Oh, it's so we took the bathroom break in the middle of the night. And that's always hard for me to get back to sleep and then to feel rested yep. the next day. So this morning, my plan was to work out early rather than later. And I'm just going to be honest and say that did not happen because I did this morning. I'm like, okay, but I really am sleepy. So I just need to stay here. Like, I don't yeah. even think that I can get my body out of bed right now. So yeah. No, tell me about it. Tomorrow, though. <laughs> we will. No, transparency here, too. Yesterday, early in the morning, we had tree removal people here, and it was a crazy day. And, and then, you know, whether it's my dog or I need a bathroom break, <laughs> I think I know you all want to know that. Yeah, it, once you get back to sleep, you're like, all right, this is going to totally mess up my early morning wake up and yeah. whatever. And it's all Okay, I think that's been the hardest part. And we talk about this almost every episode here, you know, about working as a solo. It's not like you're punching a time clock. I think most yeah. of us keep regular business hours just because I know for me, those boundaries are necessary. Otherwise, I would probably work way more than I should and just burn out mm-hmm. in two weeks. Um, but, you know, oh, I didn't get started till 930 today. And normally in the working world, I'd be there at 830. But 
yeah. you know, how much of that time would be chit chat? So how was your night? And la 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 la. And I'm like, I True. really like you, but I don't care. And I just want to work. <laughs> <laughs> Said the introvert, um, who does really love people. Um, but but yeah, so it, it's okay. I also saw, some, saw something in my social scrolling of you know, and I know it's a little maybe a little twee, but. You know, just talking about some of the social economic constructs, you know, that we always have to be X and Y. And if you're not, you're like, you know, when you listen to your body, it's not a bad thing. We've been just so conditioned to push against. Um, yeah. You know, not, that, not that there aren't going to be days where we're, you know, ready to rock and roll. but And, and there are. But, but anyway, today... <laughs> Yeah. We actually have Speaking a topic. <laughs> just, just kind of bring you up to date on what's new in social, what's fluttering out there, just to kind of let you know uh, what we had our eye on. And I know um, you attended a social media breakfast with our friend, Cammy, and you brought some tidbits. And I was, I've been looking around for some tidbits as well. So what, what snacks were at the social media breakfast? <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, it's interesting that um, uh, the reason we're doing the segment today is because PR pros are busy and solos are super busy. And it's impossible for any one person to keep up with absolutely every social media change. But, you know, we feel like we at least want to know what's going on so that we can pick and choose where we put our attention and, and we can answer questions as they come up for clients. Right. So we can't possibly get through all of the changes in the time that we have today, but we thought that we would hit on some of the things that we're seeing in some of the trends. And so Mm -hmm. one of the big trends of course is audio. Audio is hot from podcasting, which interesting, interestingly enough, got that out. Um, Podcasting the big trend is video. <laughs> Go figure. So video, which is why we started live streaming, video plus audio. But audio is hot. And so in addition to Clubhouse, which people definitely have a love or hate relationship with, we now have Twitter spaces, which I'm, you know, I, I, I joined one Twitter space and I have it um, enabled on my account And I'm planning on using it to do a version of our old um, Twitter chats because I think that would be interesting to do it via audio. I'm kind of leaning more towards the Twitter spaces because it is inclusive. It's Mm -hmm. not limited to iPhone users and it's open to everyone. Also, it allows you to do audio on a platform where you already have a community. Clubhouse forces you to build a whole new community. Not a bad thing. I'd like that I've met some new people in Clubhouse and dropped into some interesting conversations. I'm actually um, participating in a Clubhouse room this Wednesday night. Plug, plug, plug. Um, I'll put it out on Twitter and social media. But um, audio is hot. And then Facebook, um, I learned this from Cammie, is also developing a clubhouse clone. So I I think, you know, all of the social media channels copy one another. So yeah, it's going to come to watch and you know, it's just, it's happening. 
Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if it's going to really couple with that. But another thing Twitter is working on are community tools, which will allow you to share tweets with selected audiences, which is kind of neat. Because, you know, how many of us have have clients that are, you know, maybe not perfectly suited to Twitter, but it doesn't hurt. Right? Whereas now, okay, I can be more purposeful for you on this channel. Um, which I found interesting. Um, I also discovered some really cool stats um, about Facebook. We love to hate, we love to love to hate Facebook. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? 59% of our friends in the country are still using it. I thought it was really interesting that 65% of those people are under 35. So are we skipping that generation? You know, for a while the kids weren't on Facebook because all, you know, the old people were on it. But yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was very interesting. I mean, I have to say, um, I don't use my Facebook feed pretty much like maybe once a month Mm -hmm. if that. But when I don't use it, I realize how much I'm missing those happenings in my friends and family's lives. Because I don't talk to everyone all the time. I'm usually pretty right. up to date on my friends, sadly. Right. <laughs> Less up to date on the <laughs> family. So I'm like, wait, what happened? Um, <laughs> what? When yeah, did you die? You moved. <laughs> um, well, it's it's easy, right? Because especially at the beginning of my use of it, you know, when I was really you know, like, yeah, everyone's there. We're all talking to yeah. each other. I would have one or two friends who weren't on it. Uh, you know, in the back of my mind, I thought, well, don't think I'm going to take another step and text you. You know, that's three, four, five steps. Just at least get on there as a ghost and you can see things. This <laughs> is true. This home me. But, this is true. You and know, it does I mean, make it quite easy to uh, keep the um, connections going yeah. and you know, yeah. keep up to date. But yeah. one of the things where... so. I feel like every single channel has their strengths. And one of the things that I still very much love about Facebook and that I utilize all the time are groups. Mm -hmm. I love groups because it's a community of people around a shared interest. And so, you know, and I love that you can go to the group speed so you can skip all of the other stuff and just go right to your groups. So I love groups on Facebook. I love that community building aspect. And of course, we have a solo PR pro group on Facebook mm-hmm. that over the years we toyed with different platforms. We started out on a um, a platform forum for a forum type platform mm-hmm. that while it seems like that was the coolest thing ever, right. it just wasn't the same. And everybody was on Facebook at that time. So we switched over to right. Facebook. Right. And there have been periods where I'm like, Ugh, are we, yeah. you know, because everybody hates Facebook, people are deleting Facebook, should we move off Facebook? Right. Not yet. Right. Because it's so right. convenient. And they've done such a it good is. job really building that feature. And yeah. um, but what we try to do is to expand out to, you know, other platforms and give other ways of people connecting with one another. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the thing, you know, once you've established a a comfortable space for the group and that's where they're engaging and you're having really good success with that, which I think our group does, it's, you know, it's a challenge to rebuild that. It was a really interesting, other interesting little stat that came out of this um, review 
was that 78% of American consumers have discovered retail products via Facebook. 78%. So wow. it's kind of a strong message if you are, you know, mom and pop, retail. <laughs> I won't say I haven't done the quick, like, oh, Actually, I did that on yeah. Instagram too. That looks neat. $29.95. That will make my life better. I'll try yeah. that. You know, thankfully I've been awake when I've done purchases. it. <laughs> yeah, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't done it in my sleep yet. Um, but, <laughs> but I thought that was, you know, that's encouraging yeah. for those of you who are out there using it for your business that apparently it is the right place for you right now, which is great. You know, so if you're thinking of it. Yeah. starting it but you know as we'll we'll always recommend though always build where you own not where you rent you should always have a place on the internet that is yours like, even if it is if it's the simplest of websites i don't care if it's a one pager um absolutely you, you've got to have well, that one of the interesting things to me with with social and this intersection of social and media yeah and i really have been encouraging clients to lean more into owned media because mm -hmm. we have so many tools now that you don't have to rely on earned. And I'm, I'm a firm believer that you shouldn't, that it should be integrated. Um, but there's so many tools to create your own media channels and have control over that. And then to bring others into those channels. And yeah. so that becomes a great platform for sharing other voices mm -hmm. and really developing your own thoughts leadership. Yeah. However, what I'm seeing is like Twitter again has launched newsletters and that's been yeah. out for a little bit, but I don't know that everyone's aware of it. So you yeah, now yeah. have the ability to do newsletters and it nice. feels a little bit like medium, but again, on a platform that you may, or your clients may already be using where they have community. Mm. And so with all of these different features, it does feel like Twitter has moved into that intersection of social plus media hub where mm -hmm. you have the ability now to do audio and video and stories um, through fleets and um, yeah. build community through newsletters, through spaces, and then selected tweets. And so they're adding a lot of different features that make this more than just a social media channel. And um, with media companies buying up, or, or I'm sorry, with social, like HubSpot purchasing and moving into becoming a media channel, I think that we're going right. to see more of this where, you know, I, Instagram did it with IGTV, um, Facebook, obviously, with the live streaming and then continuing to build that out. Um, mm -hmm. I just think that we're going to see a greater intersection between that. And so I would say for PR pros, Think about where your clients' audiences are, where they have the the strongest community, exactly. and then begin to take a deeper dive on utilizing more of the features offered by that particular platform rather than trying to conquer everything. You know, think about it. Like, where are they? You know, I yeah. encourage some of our um, fintech clients to to join Clubhouse because their audiences were there and conversations were happening that were really relevant for them to participate in. Mm -hmm. So, you know, yes, that was adding another channel, but I made that recommendation not lightly, but because it made sense for that particular group of clients. 
So, you know, you can do a little bit of recon if you're not really sure to see where are people gathering that are really relevant to my client purposes. And then look at all of the things that are being built or expanded or added to and how you can, you know, make use of that. Um, I think that that's a much better approach than trying to, you know, do everything. Totally. And and it just, it it just makes sense, you know, um, it's interesting you you say that because I remember even at, in the infancy of social media, the the big takeaway was, you know, now every company in a way is their own media company. You now have a voice that you control online. You're trying to get eyeballs. Not not to say that you know you're going to be ABC or CNN, no, but it's you know it's just the idea of you can control your narrative. You can have your own. A home, your own home for your thought leadership and channels to broadcast it. Um, I think the Twitter developments are interesting because, I mean, you know, where yeah. do you go for breaking news? Who has it first? Twitter. So it, it just makes sense. So, much, so many of us are relying on that channel for the freshest of fresh, um, straight from the sources news. Um, that That just makes perfect sense to me. So that'll be really interesting to keep an eye on. You know, I agree. And it's, I love that you made that point because um, that's for, you know, for us, for those of us who have been around since the beginning of Twitter, many, many, many years, that is, we, we learned, we watched it evolve into the place where you went for breaking real time. And, and, and I still do that. I mean, there, I had some years where I sort of broke up with Twitter and then I, came back to it really, you know, kind of consistently last year. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I like Twitter again. But it's the place that I go to find out what's happening with journalists. Yeah. It's the place that I go to see what topics are trending and what people are talking about and to find out what's going on. Mm-hmm. And you're connecting with people around, you know, these events. And and that's still a very powerful thing. And, Absolutely. you know, sometimes we get so jaded, you know, being in this job and, and yeah. being a communicator for a living that we're sort of over all of it. But I have, particularly during this pandemic, rediscovered that love of being connected to other people in various parts of the world through a social media channel. So social has become social again for me. And Twitter Mm -hmm. is kind of my social happy place. I don't, I don't post a lot of places all the time. You know, I use Instagram for Belle. Um, She's active on Instagram. I'm less so, but But I am active I, on Twitter. <laughs> I, I'm, I am incredibly boring on Instagram. I love looking at all the photos and I realize, gosh, I don't yeah. post. I'm like, eh, who cares? Who cares what I'm yeah. doing? Um, yeah, it's funny, you know, and, and Twitter, I've got a kind of like a dual personality. I've got my business face and then I've got my social justice face <laughs> and I try not to mix those troops. Not, that that so not that I'm like harsh, but it's just, yeah. you know, I'm like, I, I'm a firm believer that, at least for me, I need one spot where I could just be silly and play. Um, sometimes sharing work stuff, but um, I probably should integrate my personalities and own it. But anyway, <laughs> but I, I love, yeah, I was, I was, you know, describing the channels. I would say like Facebook is, you know, your backyard barbecue. It's the people that you don't mind having literally in your space. And, you know, sure, you can use my restroom problem. And, you know, Twitter's more of like the cocktail party where some people are fun, some people you want to avoid. <laughs> Some people you don't That's mind connecting right. with again, and some people you're just like, okay, <laughs> this has yeah. been not great. <laughs> yeah. And 
yeah, you know, it's, you can, I think, I don't think it's uh, a quality that is consigned to us as communicators, but Twitter satisfies a curiosity about the world. You never know what you're going to, you know, trip over or learn about something or someone. And that to me is, you know, exciting and interesting. Yeah. And we want to give you a resource, excuse me, because we can't keep up with everything either all by ourselves. Um, So our very own um, solo PR pro plus (laughs) Cammie Watson, (laughs) Cammie, Oh God, I can't. It's, I can't even it's talk fake. Today. It's fake Monday. This will air on a Monday. We're having the Mondays. It's a whole week of Mondays. I know. Jimmy Oh God, I couldn't get that one out. Um, <laughs> she has this fantastic newsletter called Smart Social Secrets. So if you go to yes. smartsocialsecrets.com and sign up for her newsletter, her team curates this beautiful mm-hmm. um, newsletter of what's developing in social. And yeah. so I utilize that to stay on top. And she covers everything, WhatsApp, Snapchat, TikTok, everything, Instagram, yes. Facebook, you name a channel, they're going to cover it. So it's a great way to have, you know, a digest of what's happening in social media. I love her newsletter. And so I would encourage you guys to sign up for that. Um, that's not, you know, our expertise. We do social media as part of PR engagements, but our expertise is not in curating and keeping up with every single change that's going on. That That's yeah. a little rough. We, but Cammie does, does it so yeah. well. So, you know, sign up for her newsletter so that you can stay plugged in yeah. um, without having to do all of the work. She does all the work for you. So that's kind of nice. Thank you, Cammie. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks Cammie. Yeah. And you know what? You know, as a solo, that's, I know I often get hung up on this. You don't have, no one knows everything about everything. Nobody. Nobody. So, you know, having a resource like that is gold. And, you know, when you know it's from a good source. Um, so, yeah, please go sign up there. And, you know, don't yeah. don't get down on yourself if you're thinking, I'm not an expert in everything. It's okay. It's okay. You, know, you might want to have a... said this last week, you don't have to do yeah. all the things and you don't have no. to know all the things. And, no. you know, I am, you know, I am definitely an advocate for freeing your brain space and, you know, (laughs) focusing on a few things. And so, um, you know, again, I adore Cammy. She's fantastic. And by the way, um, she also does this social media coffee networking hour. I think it's once a month. If you Mm -hmm. follow her on social, you'll find it. Um, She also posts on LinkedIn about it. I was able to join last Friday morning. It was fantastic. Um, So her social media breakfast Houston, which has been going strong for, God, years, wow. like a decade or more. Um, they usually meet in person, obviously in Houston, but haha, we're the lucky ones because <laughs> they're doing it virtually because of the pandemic. So, you know, I would get in on it if you can. It's, you know, it was a nice way to meet people mm-hmm. outside of, you know, my normal circle. Mm-hmm. And it was fun to talk about, you know, social media topics of the day. And I got to meet some new people and connect with some new people. So if you can join, you know, I would highly recommend that too. That's a great idea. Yep. Anyway, you can broaden your world with purpose is a good thing to pursue. So we thank you for joining us yet again. We hope you are having a wonderful day and we really do appreciate you spending some time with us and um, hit us up at soloprpro.com. We want to hear from you. What do you think of the episodes? What would you like us to cover? And until next time, thanks for joining us on That Solo Life. <laughs>